This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. All right. This week we're going to be talking about Fight Club. And fuck, I already broke the first rule. You did. Damn it, Jeff. rules. No. Uh, second rule is we have to fight. That's not the second rule. Is that the third rule? It's like the fourth or fifth rule. Oh, okay. I thought that There's was a duck. He should really write these down, like, on some sort of tablet made of stone to, like, mm. remind everybody what the rules are. Yeah, I already thought our crossover mode, we probably should have changed it to, like, best rules in movies. But and then I can only think of this in Gremlins. And, uh, uh, Zombieland. Alright, and, like, Ten Commandments. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some pretty good rules. Yeah. Well, technically, Ten Commandments ripped off its source material. <laughs> I was just going to say that movie was so good that people now live by them, but... No. Uh, Scream? <laughs> Scream has rules. Scream does have rules. Uh, a policeman. You're a policeman. You have rules. All yeah, right. my cat keeps telling me that. Well, we can, if we don't like our other, we can change us to go on the fly. But anyway, for now, 1999's Fight Club. Starring Brad Pitt, Ed Norton, and... Jeez, uh, 99. Yeah. Helena Bob. I thought her name was Helena Botham Carter. Botham. Yeah, many Bothams died. Yeah. Movie, but, uh, <laughs> She's... Like all those superheroes. <laughs> not the superhero Botham deserves. Yeah, many, many, many Bothams died to make all those Tim Burton movies. <laughs> uh, also, Meatloaf, and directed by David Fincher. And future uh, Oscar award winner Jared Leto. Yes. Is it Leto and not Leto? I have no idea. It might be Leto. I don't know. Wait, isn't Leto somebody from Dune? Yes. Yeah. Chickies. All right. So, that's uh, just up top. I did not see this in the movie theater. I saw this later on on DVD when, you know, a couple years after it came out. Uh, what about you guys? Is this when everybody started hounding you? Dude, you should watch it. It's good. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> you just saw it randomly on your own? Yeah, I don't, re- I don't remember. I know the first time I watched it, I did not like it. I didn't hate it, but I just <laughs> didn't like it. And then Classic Jeff. Uh, that's not really. There's only a few movies that are like that for me. Mostly it goes the other way. There's very few that I don't like to begin with and then watch it and not like it more. Like like 3,000 Miles to Graceland. You love that movie now, right? No. <laughs> I've only seen it the once. No, I, I saw this in the theater with Alex way yeah. back in 1999. That's right. Dude, there's a club and they fight in it. We should go watch this movie. <laughs> I don't think it was. I don't think you pitched it to me that way, but yes. Uh. I, I think that might have been the one thing I didn't like about it the first time is I was expecting something totally different. <laughs> you thought it was Rocky? No, not Rocky. Just I. I don't know. I wasn't expecting what was, the movie was, and so when your expectations are something and something else. It's good and bad, and but 
It was it was also one of those that I didn't like. I, said, I didn't hate it. It was it was enough for me to watch it again. Like he mentioned, three thousand miles of Graceland. I would never even give that a second viewing. <laughs> or this was, eh, it wasn't what I expected. Uh, let me try it again, and uh, I liked it more. And then I watched it again. I liked it even more. Hmm. Hmm. There it is. All right, let's get into our lists. Um, top five things we dislike about the movie. And I am stalling while I pull up my list here. Stupid phone. <laughs> let's let's have Alex. Let's have Alex start off with his number five. All right, go. Alex. It's his topic. It's my topic, uh, isn't it? Is your yeah. topic? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's. let's... Topic. <laughs> is this end up stalling? Yeah, yeah no, I was ready. To go. I thought I thought Scott was had some <laughs> weird reason for Alex going. No, first. no. I honestly thought this was his. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. When. I have like more gross things in this thing that I didn't like, as opposed to like the actual movie stuff. But when they're stealing the bag of like liposuctioned fat and the bag <laughs> hits the barbed wire and it just spills all over him, that's gross. I uh, thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, the reaction's funny, but it's still gross. It is really gross. <laughs> yeah, there's they're selling their own fat asses back to him. Yeah, yeah, the whole concept of their thing is awesome. It's just. I think he gets it in his mouth too because he's looking up at it. He's like, "Oh no!" Yeah. Like, blah, blah. So that's my number five. Alex, you can go to second since Scott wants you to go so badly. Kind of along that line was it wasn't really a gross scene. You can kind of see it a little bit in the background, but when uh, Ed Norton Cornelius is talking about tainted foods, Cornelius. Well, that's like. Where the hell did you come up with that? Because it's in the movie. When it's Where? Like, when Meatloaf is like, okay, now it's your turn. And he looks down at his name tag and yeah. he goes, Cornelius? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not, it's not his name, but okay. Yeah, I know it isn't his name. He got <laughs> like, many different names, right? When he was going to those support groups. Yeah. yeah. He always has a different one. But did is is there one name confirmed? No. no. Narrator. Plausible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so when Cornelius is uh, talking about all those stuff, <laughs> all the ways that they Tyler Durden just taints the food, and he's in the background, he's like, "Don't talk to me, I'm trying to pee." <laughs> right into the soup. Oh, it's not really gross, gross, but when you think about it, it's like, "Oh my gosh, food prepares." Ugh. Yeah, and I like how he gets a glass of water and pours it on the ground to <laughs> yeah. help with his making. This movie definitely, that scene in particular, is like, I'm going to be really extra nice to my servers. Like, I was already polite, but <laughs> i got to be extra nice to my servers to make sure, at least, hopefully, that shit never happens to me. Yeah. I don't think they cared. They were doing it to all of it. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and the clam chowder, well, yeah. he just leaves that one in the air for our imagination. <laughs> Gross. I, I couldn't, I literally could not have clam chowder for about eight Eight to eight to ten months after that, and I love me some clam chowder. Chowder. Phrasing. All right, Scott, number five. Number five is in subsequent viewings. Uh, plot holes, kind of nitpicky, but uh, you start to, at least for me, I started asking or asking, noticing all the different points where it didn't make sense. If there was supposed to be two of them. Uh, so, yeah, just it, a lot. A lot of it is just kind of left for just pure entertainment value, as opposed to 
actually carrying on the continuity they were trying to with the the dual uh, identity thing going on. Are you talking about the? This was cheesy. Also, man, this almost made my list. But when he's getting dragged out in the, in the parking lot fight, um, that looked a little weird. Um, looked very weird. <laughs> that, looked, that looked weird. Um, just a lot of it didn't make sense as far as like why he wouldn't remember certain things or uh, like what happened when he went on these trips. Like, was he always Tyler Durden when he went on the trips? Um, well, not when he was on the job. That, that and just how careful the dialogue is with Marla. So that's never like the audience is never spoiled about what's going on until like the very end. Like, it's a little cheeky. Um, I was, this is actually on my list too. I have it as number three. It was there's definitely I just watched it today and and there are definitely like this really does if you think about it some of this adds up really well and then there are some points where like eh, I don't buy it yeah but I thought the Marla stuff always worked well I think that was where they were the, maybe they were too careful is, is what you're saying but yeah that's I, what I'm saying subsequent I mean that's that's part of the problem is once you know and it's like okay they're like like being super careful with the dialogue yeah. yeah. I agree, but at least that one felt realistic when you rewatch it. The other ones, yeah, like him pulling himself by the collar, like, <laughs> and, the, and the surveillance footage or whatever. And there's just some other ones now that I, I can't remember. But I was, I or even some of the stuff with Marla, like with the, um, with the whole light switch thing, and like how you always hear her moaning in the background. Is he like at points he's literally doing those things that he's like showing him doing, but you yeah. hear her moaning in the background. No, so, that, you're right. That was the one that I, that's what I was thinking of. Where he's down. How could he be downstairs eating breakfast and hear them fucking upstairs? I, yeah. <laughs> something there was weird to me, but yeah. So I agree with you. It's my number three. So. He's being Tyler Durden, imagining himself, uh, eating breakfast. This is how he imagines he sounds from up from up there. Okay, could be. No. There he is. There it is. No. A plot, one plot hole sewn up. All right. My number five. That was my number five. Okay. All right. So we're on to my number four. And uh, along the same line, just this gross out factor is um, when uh, Meatloaf's brains fall out of the back of his head. Oh, <laughs> uh, I wasn't a big fan of that. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and say this is my number two also. Okay. So I left all the gory stuff off my list. Huh. Mm-hmm. No problem with it. Yeah, like, well, I'm, I'm nitpicking here because I don't. There's yeah, not that's a true. lot yeah. that I don't like about it, so that's what I'm coming up with. But yeah, the, the there, and there's one other really gross thing I don't like, but I'll, that's later on. But yeah, his brain spot, especially the way they do it, like they uncover him or pick his head up, and it's like, bleh. yeah, I just didn't like that Bob died. I was sad. I know it was important for the story and everything, and he shouldn't have been there in the first place because Cornelius gets him back after he flunks out of Space Monkey School. Uh, but yeah, I was just sad. I didn't want to see Bob die. He and his big bitch tits, but uh, it had to happen. There it is. My number two. That was my number four, so what's your number yes. four? My number four is the hand-burning scene. Oh, my gosh. That was painful. That was, he did, 
It's brutal. I liked it. Yeah, it's on my top list. Oh, yeah, that was, oof. nope. He kisses his hand. <laughs> this is lie. <laughs> he just pours it on him. Uh, holding his hand, not letting go. Yeah. <laughs> he get a, then he gets slapped in the face. He does. Or does he? <laughs> he did. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> he probably slaps himself in the face. I was going to say, he probably, yeah, he probably yeah. slaps himself. Because he's trying to go to his happy place to not think of all the burning, searing pain in his hand and gets slapped. Then he gets vinegar on his hand. And that just stinks. <laughs> Scott. All right, Scott, number four. Number four was the uh, eulogy, I guess. The wake for, for Bob we just <laughs> his, mentioned. Well, his name is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. And then everybody starts chanting, and it doesn't mean anything, which I guess is the point. But <laughs> it, I, I don't know. Something about that scene rubbed me the wrong way. It's just like uh, like Alex was saying, it was sad when he died, and the movie just reduces it to just like – and it's, again, it's the point, like how they're not really accomplishing anything. Uh, I don't know. Just the, the chant – Channing was a little weird to me. Okay, I, I didn't like. It. I don't love it or just dis, you know dislike it, but I could see that. Okay, um, my number three I already said was the uh, just some of the plot hole. Like just I, what Scott already what are you talked about, um, him being in two places. Some of it didn't quite add up to me. So Alex, your number three. My number three is, oh, there's one fight in the middle. I think it was between two jobbers, maybe. But um, when uh, they're in the fight club and he just has like three or four solid shots just right to the nutsack before he taps out. Oh, my gosh. That was, mm, nope. That was brutal. (laughs) I don't remember that. Oh, you don't remember that? No. Chivas H. Because he had him, he pinned him down really good, and then he was just hook shots, just right to the nuts, one right after the other, until he tapped out. Ugh, gross. That was right. my puke. Scott, number three. My number three is ugh, cheated a little bit. It's not something directly about the movie itself, but the the kind of subculture it created for a little while. How morons went out and created their own fight clubs. Utterly missing the point of the entire movie. <laughs> Just they thought it was cool. I, I don't know. It was obnoxious to me. Yeah. That's that's basically it. <laughs> I knew people that were like, yeah, let's do a fight. They like, actually did it. <laughs> but what would you rather them start terrorist groups and start uh, yeah. buildings? Yeah, that would have been well, more productive. Well, this was 1999. Yeah, well, I mean, but it just... Again, I think I was just more annoyed that people like did it because they thought, oh, this movie's awesome. It's about these guys who make a fight club, when that's not what the movie's about at all. I think I, I know the same guys in high school that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, there we go. Because it's like, oh, dude, we started a fight club. You want to come? It's like, no, that's just sad. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh I'm man! Go home and play video games. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Uh, my number two, another nitpick, just as I was watching it today, it's a little long. Yeah, like, Getting a little long. <laughs> two, two, like two and a half hours, two hours, 20 minutes. Eh. Could have shaved maybe 15 minutes off this movie. Okay. Um, eh, that's a nitpick again, but that's eh. just... When I, as as I've rewatched it, I'm like, okay, yeah, you can, you can. <laughs> Where are the credits? Yeah, exactly. When's the twist? I know the twist is coming. Let me see that part again. <laughs> so, all right, Alex, number two. It was when Bob died. I already talked about okay. this. So, Scott. Number two is the worst line in the movie. The uh, I wanted to destroy something beautiful. Oh. That was a terrible line. And in a movie with a lot of good lines and some snappy dialogue, that's that was pretty bad. Pretty, pretty bad. Mm. Although we do get to see Jared Leto's face smashed in. So. Oh, you're you're hinting at my number one. Uh-oh. <laughs> Not Uh-oh. hinting, you hit my number one. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right, sorry. That's, well, that's my fine. number two. Oh, yeah, that's fine. All right. My number one is uh, when something beautiful gets destroyed and you see Leto's face in a million pieces. It's not a million pieces. It exploded. Oh, I can't. See, even today I turned away. I can't see that. Yeah, he's choking on his own. And he's got three teeth in his gums. Yes, I think that's it. He has like the sloth teeth thing going on. It's it's disgusting. I don't don't mind the line so much as what Scott's saying. I just can't look at his face after that. Yep. (laughs) And now poor Jared Leto has to have digital makeup in all his movies. <laughs> yeah. Man, he it's got fucked story. up. Ed, Ed Norton was just pissed off at him that day in the set. <laughs> that was ad-lib. I wanted to destroy something yeah, beautiful. Yeah, ad-lib, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should have somehow like got that into the his performance of Joker. You know how I got these scars? <laughs> oh, Fight Club. I, that was in a Fight Club once. <laughs> these are all fake teeth. Look at this. Um, all right, well, that was Alex's number one, so Scott, yeah. what's your number one? My number one is, like, almost the very end, when he shoots himself in the cheek, oh, and then he's dude. fine afterwards? He just needed some gauze. Yeah. Yeah, and, that, and, that, and on top of that, that that's the thing that gets rid of Tyler Like, I don't, I, I didn't buy it. Because he was going for a kill shot, but for some reason or another, he just missed. And it right, shot at us. But he knew he was still alive, so why would they get rid of Tyler Durden? Because it was the intention of him killing himself, i.e. Tyler Durden, was was the whole point. Yeah, that's Sage, how did you miss this? No, he was, trying, he, I thought he was trying I thought he was trying to kill himself and just fucked up. He's like, my mind is open. And he was trying to kill himself, but he ended up just killing Tyler Durden. Tyler because he, his eyes were open. No. Get, get in the game here, Scott. No, I don't buy it. <laughs> I'm on Scott's side. I mean, Alex's side on this for the first time. Yeah, first time. Yeah. He made the commitment in his mind to do that, so that killed off that character in his mind. So therefore... <sighs> I, uh, it's, I don't get it. I don't buy it. Right, well, I don't buy that he survives it. That'll yeah, give well, you... that's that's the other thing is like, I don't buy that he survives it or that he's or well, I guess he could survive it, but I don't buy that he's still standing afterward. Talking. Yeah. Uh, it's just just cheek. It was like bursting a really big pimple. That's all. 
Jesus. <laughs> and it's no, it's like it's like the back of his like it, it's like the yeah, weird it's like the back the jaw, of his head. The, like yeah, the yeah. hinge. He should have his jaw should have been like crooked for the whole yeah. the rest like five minutes of that movie. So my number Okay. One. Well we learned that Scott's number one is wrong, but that's alright. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's nope. okay. <laughs> well it's at least well, at, at the very worst it's half right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, we're about to do our uh, top fives, but I had a question I wrote in my notes I want to ask you guys. So, um, Tyler Durden, Brad Pitt, his the visual representation of him. Did he? Did you guys know? Did he see him somewhere, like at the airport, like one of those scenes when he's like riding by on the walkway? It was that someone who he just saw, then now that's who an image he gave himself in his mind, or is that always? Made made up in his head. No, I, 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 I think. Good. I want to say that he actually talked to him on the airplane, and that's where everything just came together for the persona of Tyler Durden that he was that he was making. Okay, so you're saying that the, the the guy in the airplane was a real guy, and he never saw him again after that point. But that's who he that's who he thought was cool and whatever, and that's who he put to this personality. Yeah, that, that, that's how I took it. Okay, Scott. Uh, I I think it's more in line with what you're saying, Jeff. That he just saw this guy like on the on the walkway or the escalator or whatever, and something about him like caught his attention, and oh, like that's the guy. He, yeah, that, and that's what he uses like his visual. Oh yeah, they they catch glimpses on the escalator, right? Yeah, well that's not you know at the airport they just have like the moving walkway. Moving platform i don't know what you call it the the thing that we should have in all cities and sidewalks where you just stand there you move around the, the, people, the people mover <laughs> yeah basically yeah he just sees like a cool guy i mean you know I, that's how i kind of got it so he saw this oh, cool okay. guy subliminally and then that's when he came up with this persona that's what he mapped it to but i also had the same thought that scott or alex had too is or maybe that was an airplane guy or maybe it was all just make-believe and i don't know because nobody, but... nobody was looking at him weird when he was in the airplane, talking to himself. If that was himself, well, they would, they wouldn't though. Because like throughout the entire movie, they nobody does or says anything weird. So why would? Yeah, they, they, no, the, in the car scene, which is badass, by the way, the two dudes in the back just kind of give each other a weird glance, like, mm. right. Which, but, that, but that scene, but that scene has like them specifically as part of the fight club thing this is like in a restaurant yeah, but, or whatever like no one says know, anything but they still think it's fucking weird that their boss is talking to himself yeah right i'm saying though that like anytime they're out in public it's never it's never an issue so how often are they in public together i know when he comes back and he calls him up and they have the beer at the restaurant when he the whole the possessions own you and all that so that's one scene so but mostly they're not in public too much yeah. At least, um, yeah. at night, and they're just hitting cars with bats and doing weird shit. But that would be him by himself. It's a good question. I don't remember, or a good point. I don't remember how many times they are. I mean, they're they're on the bus together, and they're saying shit. But crazy people are on the bus all the time, so I wouldn't expect <laughs> I wouldn't expect anybody to react any differently. They're just ignored and going, "Is that what a man looks like?" <laughs> Talking to himself, so. Right. That's true. All right. And then the other question, which kind of going back to the 
uh, Jared Leto. Like as I was watching this, this is like kind of the birth of the of the Joker. Like you could put this as a backstory to the Joker of some. I, he just he doesn't have multiple personalities, but just him crazy and he gets he attracts crazy people and he gets them to do his bidding and stuff. I just thought that was kind of interesting <laughs> as I was watching it this time. Yeah, I still still haven't seen Suicide Squad, so I don't know. No, I'm not nothing with Suicide Squad. Just like in general, like in some of the incarnations of the Joker, I could see how if they were to do a backstory of not him being turned into acid, all that stuff, but just a crazy dude who attracts crazy people and they do crazy shit and I don't know. All right, so our top fives. Is is this a test, sir? Yeah. You're the one that gave me this. Yeah. All right, uh, number five for me. Um, sorry, I can't even read my writing here. Um, <laughs> On your phone? No, because I have a I have two lists. So <laughs> no, don't ask. <laughs> uh oh, what did you write one and then Tyler wrote the other one? <laughs> Maybe. Wait, say my name. Right, uh, I, I like the way. Okay, shady this, this... and calling me baby. I like the ending, uh, the moment with just the song, basically the Pixie song coming up and the building falling down. <laughs> so, Everybody loved that song. I know. But so that's my number five. Just really cool. I mean, the soundtrack in general is really cool in the movie, but just the final song and the buildings falling down and it is it is through his cheek. It is a cool shot of them standing there watching the buildings fall yeah. down. Awesome. Yeah. So that's my number five, Alex. My number five is just a general grungy atmosphere that they get into pretty quickly in the movie. Um, I don't remember a lot of movies starting that, but, you know, in the 90s with the grunge going and everything, it it hit me just at the right moment to think that this was the epitome of of cool, just being all grungy and stuff. And, of course, everybody took it too far, and now it's just, ugh, when somebody tries to do something grungy, it's, it's old hat now, but... It was, did it, it was did it, it well. Was, it was David Fincher's kind of thing for a while. Yeah, like you watch this in seven. It's like Alien. his post, like industrial. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then uh, Aliens three. It, Alien it, it all had like the same. Uh, yeah, like that same aesthetic, and it's. Uh, yeah, it's gross. <laughs> yeah, that grungy it, atmosphere fits movie perfectly to a T. Yeah, I. I I agree. I love the house that they live in. And... For, for a movie about soap, it was really dirty. <laughs> True. Yeah, why didn't all your high school friends like start making soap, Scott? <laughs> yeah, know. why didn't we start making soap? Yeah, Alex, why didn't you start making soap? We should have started making soap. Yeah, we could all be living in a shitty hell. Wait. Anyway. <laughs> Scott, number five. Number five is Bob's Bitch Tits. <laughs> I, I remember cracking up the first time I saw that in the theater. Uh, you that phrase? Yeah, it's the the dead the deadpan delivery from Ed Norton, and then the visual <laughs> of like a tiny Ed Norton being embraced by uh, Meatloaf and his bitch tits. Uh, and then he pulls away, and the <laughs> his face, <laughs> his sad face, is, yeah. is teared up and sweated into his bitch tits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're still the, men. <laughs> the bitch tits play. <laughs> yeah. So that was good. I like that. Meatloaf. Nice. I, I remember I watched the behind the scenes a while ago, and he had they showed him what he was wearing underneath there. It was pretty funny. 
Um, all right, my number four is uh, Scott mentioned on his hate list is when he has the lie on his hand and him just both sides of it when you actually see Brad Pitt telling him all the stuff and then when you flash back and he's just holding it by himself. And... That was Alex's list. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Ugh. I like that scene. I'm with okay. you. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, just really cool. Just him fighting it and doing it and all the stuff he's saying. Pretty, pretty cool. And then it's even creepier when you find out it was him doing it to himself. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, God. And then the fact that that just scar shows up on all the people as this episode goes along. Yep. You gave me this, sir. Um, all right, Alex, number four. Number four for me is the twist ending. This is 99. Still barely in high school. Uh, well, almost, I mean, barely out of, almost out of high school. And, uh, yeah, this... Someone should go back to high school. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) This, uh, this twist ending really got me. Okay. It's like, oh, see, because it hit hit me. What? Wait a minute. He's Tyler Durden. I agree. I, I didn't see it coming. Um. You got me curious. So, what movies came first, like this or um? Now, Sixth Sense was after. Since was that after? Usual Suspects. Usual Suspects was before this. Yes, it was. But we had like a few years there where we had these big twist movies. That was yeah, where people doing were doing good twists. Yeah. And then, Shamalama Ding Dong just took it a step too far. Had to ruin it for everybody. Okay. Uh, where are we at? Scott, number four? Okay. So my number four is when uh, the narrator um, beats himself up, and I realize this happens pretty much the entire movie. Cornelius. But then spe- spe- specifically the scene where he does it in front of his boss. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> and he just like... He, he wrecks the entire office. Like, he throws himself into the, the mm-hmm. shelves, and uh, it's pretty good. It's like, wow, he's really good at this. It was like, well, yeah. he's had some experience <laughs> by the end of the movie. Yeah. I especially like it when he's just laying slumped down, and all of a sudden his fist just comes up and punches himself in the face. Yeah. It was very, very herky-jerky. That's it's like awesome. the look on Norton's face the entire scene, too. <laughs> <laughs> Give me what I ask, <laughs> and all of this goes away. <laughs> the cops come, the security comes in. He's like, "Oh my gosh, please make him stop!" <laughs> oh, that was that was like you said, it was beautiful. <laughs> that was a gorgeous scene. Yeah. And there, that scene has one of the hints that you know what the twist is because he goes, "For some reason, I thought about the first time I fought Tyler." Yeah, yeah, and the fact that he's able to beat himself. So thoroughly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, plus he had glass shards in his hands. You could see a close up of that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't on my list, but the scene where like he's at work and someone like talks to him and he just like <laughs> spits blood at him basically. Or, no, he like, smiles. Him. He I smiles, know. but he's all covered in blood. His teeth. Ugh. That's kind of like when you have saliva and you just kind of squeeze it through your teeth and not really spit it out. It's kind yeah. of like what it looked like he did. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you can swallow like however a pint of your own blood without getting sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, ugh. Yeah, exactly. 
It's um, a high school light projector presentation that they're doing. Jeebus H. It's called Outlook, people. Or PowerPoint. Or PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> Probably why they could figure it out. Um, all right, uh, my number three is um, the the scene where uh, oh, I'm fucking Lou. Oh, damn it, that's my number three, too. <laughs> and he just gets the shit beat out of him, and then he just jumps on top of him, and you don't know where I've been, Lou. It's, oh, it's gross. That almost made my worst list, because it's so gross, but... I want your word on my mother's grave. Yeah. Thanks, Lou. <laughs> I'm fucking Lou. So, yeah, that, that's gross. And that's another reason I think I got the whole Joker vibe off of him. He's nuts. Mm. And that whole... Blah, 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 blah. Remember in The Dark Knight when they try to... Cap- what is it? Yeah, they... When he flips the truck and Batman's on the ground. <laughs> that's my get, number three. You don't know where I've been, Bats. <laughs> Alex, you're number three. That was it. Oh, okay. So Scott, number Scott, three. Number three. Okay. Number three is the 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 first fight that he and Tyler have. Uh, specifically, when he punches him in the ear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why did you hit me in the ear? Uh, it cracked me up. Yeah. And like it was, it, it was it uh, was it was shot really well too. Like. Like the thud when he hits the side, like it was some good sound mixing there too, and it actually looked like he fucking punched him in the ear. I think he did. He probably, he probably did. But I think that was in the uh, in the uh, what you call it in the extras on the DVD. I think Fincher told him it's like, hey, dude, just punch him in the ear. Like he was supposed to do something else. I think he was just supposed to slug him in the face or something, like fake slug him, but he just uh, twisted it a little bit and tapped him in the ear. Oh, so I'm looking at the trivia here, and it says uh, um, Ed Norton actually did hit Brad Pitt in the ear. He was originally going to fake hit him, but before the scene, David Fincher pulled Norton aside and told him yeah. to hit him in the ear. After yeah. Norton hit him in the scene, you can see him smiling and laughing while Brad Pitt is in pain. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Brad just really punched him in the stomach, too. Yeah. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Oh, that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great scene of him just talking about it. I want you to hit me as hard as you can. And then he loves it. Yeah. Good stuff. That's my number two. So, uh, Alex, your number two. My number two is, in general, just all the the fights are just so, like, brutal and raw. And nothing seems choreographed in that movie. It's just, it, it looks like people are actually getting into fist fights in this movie. That's what I like about it. Because before this, my my favorite not fist fights because you know they had gloves on was Rocky, and uh, that was brutal too. But yeah, I mean it was a movie. You know everything was planned out and everything. But th- in this one, it looked really good, bare knuckle. People were in, like <laughs> in their sweats, just beating the shit out of each other. Blood everywhere. Oh, and Ed Norton gets slammed on the on the concrete, and his blood splatters in there. Oh, dude, so cool. We should start a fight club. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Great idea. Let's do it. All right, Scott, number two. Uh, number two. 
is uh, the <laughs> the after the I think it's after the first sex scene between Marla and Tyler. Yeah. Uh, the, the best line in the movie, and one of my favorite lines in any movie, is the is, is her saying, "Oh my God, I haven't been fucked like that since grade school." <laughs> Such a good line. She was age. Incredibly disturbing if you think about it. Yeah. Still, yes. uh, but just a great like non sequitur kind of uh, a cool what's show don't tell bit of dialogue about her character. Well, we didn't see her getting fucked in grade school. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I hope like that actually did not happen to her character. It's horrible. Yeah, that was that was after that uh, that after weird dream sequence that Cornelius had. Right, he goes to bed and there's did you that. Stop calling him Cornelius. <laughs> no, Why? keep doing it. Yeah, it's your turn, Cornelius. <laughs> um. I also love Brad Pitt's reaction because she says he, she says it and he doesn't really acknowledge it at first, and then all of a sudden he's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, looks <laughs> over at her. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I don't mention to him being naked with the rubber gloves on and the <laughs> totally. Br- you want to finish her off? <laughs> yeah, no thanks. That was another hint. It's like, who are you talking to? Shut the fuck up. Well, no, yeah. he, <laughs> but he had he had the uh, it wasn't just rubber gloves. He had the the big rubber glove that you needed to flip the power breaker. Oh. Oh, damn. I never caught that before. Damn, this movie's still surprising me. Yeah. And it's not even like a rubber... Yeah, it's like a dishwashing glove yeah, or something. Yeah, it's a yeah, dishwashing yeah. rubber glove. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So on to my number one, kind of following up with that, is I think the Marla character was probably the best part of this movie like when you we watch it like i remember the first time watching it it's like this girl's just she's just get away from her she's bad for you like i mean she's dirty in the movie not <laughs> no matter how many times you watch it but just like eh. and then when you go back and you find out like oh man she's getting fucked over in this movie and i don't know yeah the whole time he's like what are you doing here he's like eating breakfast and she comes downstairs <laughs> what are you doing here yeah. what the fuck uh you're like Dr. I just, Jekyll and Mr. Jackass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, she was spot on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I just liked uh, her part. When you watch it the first time, it's one way, and you watch it again, it's something else. And um, I think that's, I'm not a huge fan of the actress. I mean, I think it's the first thing I saw her in. Um, but I think she does really well in this. And uh, this the character itself. I liked it. I think she's the one that you have to kind of see you know see everything through and when you go back and watch it like i said um, so that'd be my number one so you didn't see her in in uh lady lady jane or in uh twelfth night or as you like it lady jane nope. i've never heard of either of those any of those movies okay um, i did see her in uh the planet of the apes remake <laughs> <laughs> so damned ugly so, Alex, number one. My number one is... <laughs> Here you go, Jeff. Cornelius's entire character arc. I just, from beginning to end, like, the the evolution of who he is as a person. The fact that he's so boring and that he finds himself so boring that he subconsciously makes another person to whip his ass literally into shape is astonishing. 
I loved it. And then at the end, once once he uh, was already good, like he said, his eyes were open. But the other personality, Tyler, spoiler alert, Tyler Durden did not want to let go. He really didn't want to, you know, leave, even though uh, Cornelius was fine until he shoots himself in the face. That was awesome. Yeah, it's kind of like Gollum and Smeagol. Yeah, except, you know, <laughs> Smeagol wins. Yeah, oh, Smeagol totally comes back, thus proving my point. <laughs> what, what, what's your point? Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, and I like, I had an audible, as an audible mention, just the way everybody reacts around him when... <laughs> You know, like they obviously did this whole thing about you know blowing up that or putting the fire in the building, and then they're they're watching it. And he's like, "What the fuck did you guys do?" And just their reactions, like, "What?" Yeah, uh, sir, the first <laughs> rule about Project Mayhem. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. You idiots! During the end, the eulogy. You going around blowing up buildings and masking? You didn't think this would happen? <laughs> uh, so good. All right, Scott. Number one. Number one. Uh, just uh, we've we've talked about it already, but the it's not my favorite line in the movie, but it's the most iconic. The, the first rule of Fight Club: is, yeah. you do not talk about Fight Club. And he goes on and on and on until eventually he's uh, he says, "I see somebody." I forget how the line goes, but I see people it's have like, broken the first rule because there's more of you that that were here than were before. Yeah, uh, he sees. He's like, uh, I see a lot of new faces. It's like I see some of you aren't following the first two rules, and everybody just laughs. And then he gets fucking serious. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I just I really liked it as a log line for a movie. It's pretty good. And then quick correction: it was Twelfth Night or What You Will. Oh, in that case, I, yeah, I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Uh, uh, honorable mention to the. Well, I'll wait till you guys to finish. Am I the last one? Yeah, you're the last one. Uh, honorable mention to the, <laughs> the the scene where they're getting people to try to fight him, and the the hose. Oh, and, damn, and that the, was good. And, yeah. and the only guy get the only guy that could get to fight him is the little priest. <laughs> oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. I love that fight. That whole scene. The music from the Chemical Brothers on that scene was amazing, too. You sure it was the Chemical Brothers? Yeah. You sure it wasn't My Chemical Romance? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that wraps up our list. Um, let's give it our – before we do our listener uh, suggestions, what do we do about ranking this? Yeah, so, it. it was Dust Brothers, not Chemical Brothers. <laughs> what? Really? Moted. I thought it was Chemical Brothers. Anyway. You sure it wasn't My Dust Romance? <laughs> Actually, I think right. Chemical Brothers changed the name of the Dust Brothers, but I could be wrong about that. <laughs> um, I had a hard time rating this. Uh, I, I've, it's not a seven. Nope. Um, but it's... Uh, I'm giving it a six. Ask me maybe in a year, and I may say something that may say lower, but I think I'm giving it a six. I just watched it for the first time in a few years. And I thought it was still really good. Um, a lot more right than it's wrong. Um, maybe if I do, after we, as we go on, I see all the sixes in there, maybe I drop this down. But right now, I, I'm feel good with it being a six. So, six. 
six. Mm. I said three sixes, so six. One more to not be <laughs> evil. Yeah. Sorry, all you uh, Catholic Christian listeners. By the way, I've ordered something at McDonald's in the drive-thru, and the, the order came out to six dollars. And they're like, "Do you want to buy something else?" I was like, <laughs> "What? No." But I wonder if some people do. Like, <laughs> freaked out. That just means it'll be delicious. Sinfully delicious. <laughs> yeah. And if you're really worried for my safety, you could, you know, charge me six sixty five and I'll be all right with that. Yeah. <laughs> or six sixty seven, whatever. Yeah. Alex, what did you rate this movie? I am gonna give this a solid five. Okay. Only because I can watch this movie, but I can't I can't do this like even once a week. This movie is like once every six months to have a deal for me. So that's my main basis for rating movies is whether how often I can watch them. Re-watch what can you watch once a week? I can't even watch Star Wars once a week. What? I can. Oh, God. Dude, any one of the – well, any one of the real Star Wars movies, including Force Awakens, I can watch once a week. And probably Rogue One is going to be in on that too. So. No, I couldn't do that. Oh, I could. No. Alex. The same one. So just watch Star Wars every single week. I could do that. All right. Love me some um, Star Wars. <laughs> Scott. Okay. Uh, tough for me also. Uh, I think there's some great direction going on here and acting and some great lines. But this movie does not hold up as well for me as uh, as a lot of other movies. Um, so I'm going to give it a five. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Excuse me. Sounds like we're all kind of on the same page. Just one, I tipped over one way, and you guys went back the other way. Sounds like, but nice. All right, Alex, did we have any? I know we had some because I read at least one of them. Mm-hmm. Listener mm-hmm. feedback. Yeah, we did. Um, I'll just do the the ratings for this movie, and then we can get into our crossover lists. Oh yeah, okay. But um, listener Clayton and uh, our old pal William Grimwood chimed in again. Uh, Clayton gave Fight Club a four because (laughs) he says there's a real douche bro movement that was misinterpreted the movie. Yes, yep. (laughs) And I'm not sure if that's taken some of the shine off for for me, is what he said. What what does that mean? I should read the book because I haven't. But is Fight Club more douche bro than the book? No, I think he's he was mentioning the same thing that Scott mentioned earlier. The the, the subculture created. Oh, uh, yeah, douche bros. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he rated this before because of that and because of you know the scenes of him dragging dra- dragging himself in the security footage looked off and everything. So he says that he liked ninety percent of it. But if that's true, then he I think he should have given it more than a four. Mm. Anyway, that's my two cents, Clayton. Oh, that, yeah, Clayton, you're wrong. So there you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. According to <laughs> Alex, <laughs> you're wrong. But thanks for the feedback. And uh, our old pal uh, William said he's he's actually given this movie a three. Ooh. Yeah. Because he had this movie ruined. He, he writes, I had this movie ruined for me before I saw it, so I never became enthralled with it. Uh, yeah, I can see that. You just going. I thought you were gonna. Say, sorry, I thought you were gonna say because I started a fight club with all my friends, and then I found <laughs> out there was more to this than that. We didn't start any kind of revolution. 
yeah. what happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I can see that being pissed off going into the movie yeah. and just yeah. not, not like, having any of it. Oh, let's get to the twist. Yeah. Um, I actually have a little topic I want to talk about in our news section about that. So. Ooh. All right. And that's it? Mm-hmm. All right. For Thanks, their, guys. Yeah, for their ratings. Anyways, yeah. they have lists, which we'll get right. to, but they look extensive. All right. Well, <laughs> let's get to our crossovers, which are fist fights. Um, See, I, know... but in the, I mentioned fisticuffs. I think this was cut out in the last episode, but I mentioned this would, I should, we should do a top five of our fisticuffs fights, and I meant bare-knuckle Oh, no, I said bare-knuckle fights. And I think everybody took it as, like, we're not going to do old-timey fights for movies. And then Jeff suggested fist fights. And I was like, oh, that's what I meant. Anyways. Yeah, I probably just wasn't listening to you when you said it. <laughs> oh, you <there>. think? <laughs> I was, and I still didn't have it until Jeff just said fist fights. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, we're running out of time, too. I, I was trying to think of stuff. Like I said, I was trying to think of the rules. But then I can only come up with, like, a t- couple movies. But maybe that would have been a better, better choice, but... So, so um, for my list, when we get to it, uh, I I left out martial arts stuff. I tried no, to get to like, I kept it, you say fist fight, but I I was picturing more like street fight brawl yes, type fight. Sure. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's what I did too. I have a couple on here that might be not quite following the what I even started out with the list, but I had to put them on. But um, Ooh, can I go for a break real quick? Yeah. <laughs> And we're back. So, let's do our lists here. Um, fist fights. All right, I'm going to start out with uh, Mr. Joshua and Riggs at the end of Lethal Weapon 1. Okay, that's solid. Yeah. Nice. Um, just nothing but punching, everyone watching. There's a fire hydrant <laughs> shooting water everywhere. Uh, just raw, 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 raw fighting. Yeah, 30 cops watching... <laughs> a suspect get pummeled. Hey, yeah, well, you, you leave him alone. Let him handle it. He killed two just, cops over there. Look at him. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. So we're gonna uh, let just let this happen, and the helicopter is gonna spotlight the whole thing. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> like I, 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 can, in the context of the movie, I get it, but this the whole thing totally would have been on Phil. <laughs> it would have got out. It would have been like, yeah, it would have been bad. Well, not in the 80s. Yeah. Anyway. As, as with the style, was the time. But yeah. yeah. So when I when we came to this topic, that was one of the first ones that came up. I don't think it's, you know, one of the best because it was one of the first ones I thought of. I wanted to put it on here. Because <laughs> you uh, thought of it, went on your list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, Alex, number five. My number five is in Married with Children, any fight that ever happened on that TV show was awesome. Hilarious. I'm going to specifically spotlight where Bud Bundy gets to get taken to the nudie bar for the first time yes. when he turns 18. That one was epic. Go ahead, hit me, Rook. Yeah. Give me, give me your best shot. He grabs a chair and just breaks it over the dude's back. People punching just haymakers left and right. Another really good one that I can just remember off the top of my head was... And uh, which is coming up? Well, actually, when this episode comes out, is the Valentine's Day episode <laughs> when he's at the store trying to get the last Valentine's Day card on the shelf, and everybody's just punching the shit out of each other. Oh my gosh! I mean, Al wins the the card, but it's all crumpled up and everything. I love it. 
Yeah, I did like that was like the one good thing that the Bundys were, or the one thing that the Bundys were good at was fighting. <laughs> uh, then there's the fight in the traffic, the fight on Seven's birthday. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of really good fist fights in that show. Go watch it, people. Seven, just don't watch the seven episodes. Oh, <laughs> Except that one where they fight for his birthday party. That was awesome. <laughs> All right, Scott, number five. Number five, and this is this is pretty one sided fight, but uh, the Godfather when Sonny beats the shit out of Carlo. <laughs> nice. Jeez. He like bites his fingers, hits him with the trash can lid, bites his fingers, just kicks the crap out of him. Uh, like as soon as he sees him, him, yeah. As soon as Carlos sees him, he starts running away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he bites his knuckles. Like he, yeah. is the guy like grabbing on the pole and he bites and he spits like he took a chunk out. Ah, you think that was I all ad lib? I that was method. Well, in in the according to trivia, like uh, James Conn really did hate that guy. <laughs> like they actually did not get along at all. So. I do remember on one of the documentaries, he didn't say that, but he definitely, the broomstick, he, that was all ad lib. Like, he had one of the prop guys. Said, Just give it to me. Don't worry about it. Just give it to me. And when he came <laughs> out firing that thing, yeah, <laughs> Francis had no idea that was going to happen in the movie. Jesus. Yeah. It's awesome. All right. Um, my number four. Man, I, I'm going to have to move some of these to honorable mentions. But I will do They Live. I think it might be the best uh, I thought, fight. I, I don't Piper, remember Keith this. David. Yeah, I don't remember this fight scene or else I'd put it on my list. Because I've heard it's legendary. And I kind of vaguely remember it, but not enough for me to put it on my list. But I thought this would be higher. Yeah, for, well, for me, because I... This is a movie I haven't watched a bunch of times, so I, I when I have watched it, I love it. But I have other ones on here that I would like more, just because I watch I like those movies more. Although I do love They Live, it's just not up there with some of these. But uh, that's a fist fight that goes on freaking ever, and <laughs> Roddy Piper keeps trying him to wear the glasses, and he won't do it. And, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and by the end, they're actually full on doing like WWF moves, pile driving and <laughs> suplexing and. Uh, it's gold. And if you haven't seen it, they redid it in uh, South, South Park. Park. <laughs> hey, shh, shh, hey, hey, shh. Oh. All right. Um, but it's the same premise, yeah. So, Keith David, Roddy Piper, They Live, number four. Alex. Uh, speaking of uh, They Live fights, uh, South Park, when they did the cripple fight. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene. Oh my gosh, so good with the Timmy and Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, put on the hat. <laughs> Just oh, the con- there was constant knees in the port. Uh, Timmy's growing. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was fucking brutal for a cartoon <laughs> show. Oh my gosh, and then Cartman goes over to the grocery store. Uh, we have a cripple fight outside the alley outside. Cripple fight on the alley outside. <laughs> Is he, is, he running, is he running the classroom? Cripple fight! <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I, is he trying to make him wear glasses there, or is it something else? I don't remember. No, he's, gonna tr- he's trying to get him to wear a hat. Hat, okay. So he can sell more uh, 
I don't know, because they're both in the scouts. They're trying to do raise money for something, and he's like, Jimmy, I told you to put on this hat! He slugs him right in the face. Ugh, gold. Nice. So what about, hopefully I'm not stealing this from the other guys at list, what about the family guy, Peter, which is the chicken <laughs> fight? the chicken? That first one was amazing. I should have thought all, of that. They're all pretty epic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I should have thought of that one. <laughs> that one's good. <laughs> that was what, season one, season two? I like when it finally came around season geez, four or five. When just out of nowhere the chicken shows up and they fight for like ten minutes. <laughs> and then it goes and then the episode resumes like it didn't even happen. Yeah. Like Peter just gets back, he's all bloody. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just picks up right where he left off. Yeah, so anyways, like I was saying. <laughs> yeah. Gold. All right, Scott. Uh, my number four is from Snatch. Uh, the final uh, bare knuckles knocking boxing match between <laughs> bare knuckles bare buckle knocking bare buckle knocking mm-hmm. bare knuckles boxing match between uh, Brad Pitt and some goon. Uh, but there was some cool shots in it, like when Brad Pitt gets briefly knocked out. And shows him like falling into water instead of hitting the mat. That was super cool. Yeah, that was awesome. And then one of my favorite lines when Brad Pitt knocks spoilers. Brad Pitt knocks the other guy out, and there's a freeze frame of the guy in midair, like completely laid out. And Turkish Jason Statham says, "Now we are fucked." So, the the whole thing was great. Snatch. Nice. And it's fun to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you've said that line on this podcast like 20 <laughs> times now. Yeah, it's one of my favorite lines. <laughs> I, I can tell. <laughs> uh, between that and uh, Nathan Fillion and Tom Hiddleston, we know what you, what's up your alley. Yeah. Huh. All right. You mean, uh, mean Tom Hiddleston of Loki fame? <laughs> yes. Avengers and Thor? Loki's Tom Hiddleston. Yep. Loki's <laughs> Tom Hiddleston. All right. God, I'm going to skip some of these because I think you guys may pick them. But So hopefully not will put them honorable mentions. Um, Just I'm going to say Indiana Jones versus the bald German <laughs> in the Raiders of the Last Ark. <laughs> Damn it. I should have thought of that. Well, so That's far, Jeff said my number two, my number one. So, <laughs> Well, so mine was pretty fast. Yeah, just... The, the, first of all, the sound effects. I always love the Indiana Jones punching sound effects. And just the way how it goes. And the very first time he punches him, it doesn't even phase him. Even after yeah. he tries to cheap shot him by looking down. And then, <laughs> and then he just jabs him and he just boom, he falls on the floor. And, um, yeah. That yeah, I do Indiana love, Jones. Yeah, I love that he, he's getting his ass kicked, but he still wins. <laughs> he gets his ass kicked, but he still wins. <laughs> And he has a lot of good fist fights throughout those three movies, but um, uh, three being especially, the word there. Especially uh, that one guy with the giant sword that he swings around and stuff. That was an awesome fist fight. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and the one at Temple of Doom where he's fighting on the rock conveyor belt and while mm-hmm. he's getting voodooed in the back and everything, too. But this one, I think, was think, my favorite. Same actor. Yeah, you're right. Really? Um, Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also he's got losing range. the whole time, but he wins. <laughs> he wins got in the end. Got range. I think he might be the same guy he fights in the room with the ceiling fan 
in that movie. I'm not sure about that one. Where he throws the whip up and mm. strangles him, but I'm not sure. Um, so yeah, Indiana Jones. Alex, number three. Number three is black and white classic Great Expectations. <laughs> oh, all right, good. You named it. <laughs> That was on my list. That was so fucking ridiculous. The whole classroom when we were watching this in high school was just dying. Uh, seriously, the best part of the book was watching this movie in this scene specifically, and then that's it. It kept cutting to the first-person camera. <laughs> and he kept just, uh, he made the slightest of efforts, <laughs> uh, and then Pip went down. Oh, my gosh. I thought it was Pip yeah. that was his Oh, name. no, it was Pip that, yeah, it was the other kid. Yeah. But he had his knuckles up like old school, old timey boxing, where yeah. and he was trying to juke and shuck and jive and everything, and he just, just a straight, huh. <laughs> got knocked down what three, four times. Jeebus H, go watch it, people. Nice. I just didn't YouTube, think you'd have that YouTube, on your list. I just YouTube this fist fight. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott, number three. Number three is the Dread Pirate Roberts and Fezzik. Ah. And who? Fezzik. Princess Bride. Oh. Yeah, man. He said Pirates of the Caribbean. The Tread Pirate by Wesley. Wesley. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, you need yeah. one of those old-timey horns you put in your ears. Eh? To hear better. What? Eh? <laughs> nice. Sleep well and dream of Yeah. All the wrestling moves. Fighting just one person. <laughs> I've got a like it. Yeah, you just, different, different tactics. Fighting groups, tactics. Fighting, fighting one. one. Can you imagine how it felt when he like slammed back into the rock? Even if he didn't do it full force. Yeah, oh, yeah and even if that rock was foam. Good night. Uh, the sad thing is, you guys all know, like he couldn't even lift him up, right? Yeah, it was like a, so bad. Yeah. 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 Nice one, Scott. I did not think of that. That's an excellent choice. Yeah, that was good. It caught me so off guard, I thought you were talking about a whole different movie. <laughs> 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 Alright, so you guys took a couple of my boards now. Alright, I wanted to put a Batman fight in here. And as much as I don't like this movie, I think the two Bane Batman fights are really cool in the third one. So I'll put those on there. Especially the first one, Bane just kicks the shit out of Batman. <laughs> your mind or your body? It'll be broken first. Say. Your spirit uh, or your body? <laughs> I was, uh, I was, <laughs> I was born in the darkness. You merely adopted it. <laughs> yes. Uh, so good. I like those fights. Breaks his back and then magically gets healed and then he goes and fights again and then. Uh, it's mostly the Bane fight, and the Batman fighting kind of sucks, but in the daytime, when they're fighting in the daytime, which is pretty cool for a Batman movie, and I don't know. I like them. I had to put some Batman on here, and then they got the best fight, fist fight of all the, the movies, at least I can think of. I don't know if you had any other Batman ones, but um, there it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that's Chaos Theory. <laughs> uh, Alex? My number two is the Clint Eastwood classic. Is this whenever somebody says bare knuckle bis- fist fight? I always think of this movie. <laughs> you did it too. Adam. Yes, I did. <laughs> you jerk. You incepted me. Uh, is uh, any which way 
but lose the second one where he does the fist fight in the barn yeah and it spills out yeah, yeah. that was amazing like throughout the whole movie they're just hyping this up it's like oh, when are you gonna fight this guy what was what was Clint Eastwood's name in that movie Philo something Philo Beto Philo Beto and he's like no I'm not gonna fight I'm retired and everything and they have a gentleman's agreement to have just like a, a fist fight just between themselves to see who's better and it just spills out into the whole city nobody stops them until one of them almost dies it's amazing yeah uh, plus a monkey takes a shit in a cop car yes <laughs> right turn Clyde yeah it is uh, almost made my list yeah it was it was really cool like the 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 start of the fight because like you were saying the whole point of this movie is that they're that yeah, Clint Eastwood character is like a prize fighter basically He's going to meet up with this guy. People are going to bet on it. But because everybody bet on them are assholes, they're like, nah, we're not going to do it. But then, you know, they're both alpha macho dudes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we'll just find out to see who's the bigger badass. And then, yeah, the fight that goes on like a half hour. <laughs> they both got brain damage by the end of it. But, yeah, it's yeah. a third of the movie. It's all yeah, haymakers. Yeah. Ah, so good. Go watch it, people. Watch both of them. Those are fun movies. Did I mention a monkey takes a shit in a cup car? You did. You did. <laughs> Scott, number two. Uh, my number two was the Raiders of the Lost Ark, the indie versus the German mechanic. Yeah, yeah. All right, then. Uh, my number one um, is Neo and Agent Smith at the end of the Matrix. It kind of it starts with guns, but they run out, and then it's full on fist fight. Oh, the the rain scene. No, the one in the subway. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, all right. The first time that Neo wins, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, he's starting to believe. And they Mr. start with the guns. Red. And flying yeah. in the air, shooting at each other. You're out. So are you. And then just punching the walls and flipping back up and all the wire stuff. Um, there might be better ones, but that's the only one. That's the one I thought of, at least from the first movie. The, the other movies, it just got tedious. <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah. But um, that one specifically, uh, I, that's something I have to, with this whole John Wick, all this uh, Keanu stuff's been on YouTube lately, and I was like, I gotta go back and watch The Matrix, because I really love that movie. And from what I remember, that's a really cool fight, and this is also, I think, 1999, when that movie came out, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so yes, The Matrix, Neo, Agent Smith, or John Wick versus Red Skull, or... Ted Theodore <laughs> Logan versus Elrond Elrond Hubbard mm-hmm. or Elrond the Elf either one <laughs> that's right and that's it or <laughs> Priscilla like Queen of the Desert my number one is John Matrix the Commando versus every mall cop in America <laughs> <laughs> not only does he beat the shit out of like 50 maybe 70 mall cops <laughs> but he double punches one of them and I think double that guy punch. died yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. He's one gigantic motherfucker. That had everything. He had throwing phone booths. He had all the cops dogpile him, and then he broke free. He Tarzan swung all the way to the elevator, double punched the guy. Yeah, there was like there was like four or five eighties feats of strength in that in that one scene alone. <laughs> it was picked amazing. up a phone booth with the guy in it. Yeah. Matrix, he's supposed to be dead. <laughs> It's awesome. Hey, lady, wait! 
And then Radon Chong knocks over a cop. She even gets in on the action. So I had a command on my list that I left off. Yeah. I thought you'd have one. I did not think you'd have this one, though. So, nice. Oh, oh with Cook? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see boobies in that fight. Yeah, it, it ends with some spectacular boobs, so that, maybe that puts it over there. Oh, he, punches, <laughs> he punches him through a chair leg. Oh, the table leg. That was gross. But, I mean, 70 mall cops. This Green Beret is going to kick your ass. Your big ass, or whatever he says. Yeah. I eat green beans for breakfast. <laughs> and right now I'm very hungry. Even though it's nighttime. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's dinner time. Yeah, I guess so. Breakfast or dinner? You've never had that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Scott, right. number one. Number one number was one. Roddy Piper and Keith David from Yeah. Epic, there epic fight. Yep. R.I.P. R.I.P. Roddy Piper. R.I.P. And uh, Keith David's Keith David's like a voiceover god right now. He's in everything. Yeah. yeah. Captain Anderson. From Mass. Oh, Captain Anderson. Mass. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Admiral Anderson. Yeah. Man, I wish right. Mass Effect was about him. But anyways. That's it. The, uh, the only other uh, one that we didn't do that I had as an honorable mention was uh, I wanted to do Captain America versus Iron Man in Civil War, but that was kind of a two-on-one, and there was more than just fists going on. Fist but, cuffs. Yeah, uh, but that. But then also, this him versus Winter Soldier in the second movie was pretty much just fists. I mean, robot arm and a shield may have been involved, but pretty good. Oh, you uh, can't not... say those knuckles are bare, but I'll give it to you. <laughs> hey, I'm not the one that said knuckleball bare boxing or whatever you guys have been saying all night, so I just said fist fights. <laughs> fist shield fights? Yes. Okay. Metal arm shield fights. I know, it's cheating. That's why I didn't put it in my top five. It was knocked off. <laughs> all right, what did our uh, listener say? All right, let's start it off with Clayton. His number five is, and I don't entirely get this. Random guy on the street versus Richard Spencer. Is this is this that real Nazi that got punched in the face? I have no idea. Uh, yes. Because <laughs> that was yeah, yeah that was that's awesome. the guy that got punched in the face. What it, he says, what it lacks in fisticuff skills and length, it makes up for in Nazi tears. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, number four, Bob Barker versus Happy Gilmore. <laughs> oh, man. Damn it. <laughs> I wish I thought of that. Yeah. And number three is Rocky Balboa versus Ivan Drago. They were – I guess it's a fist fight, but they're wearing gloves. So uh, I'll give it to you. You're two-time guest. One-time guest? Two-time guest? <laughs> One-time. One-time guest. Uh, number two is Leonardo Sierra and Ramon Gonzalez Arrieta from – the Vuelta España in 1995. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he's talking about. I don't know, but I'm glad you read that because I wouldn't be able to do it because you barely did it. He said, this was making the rounds in sports clip shows when I was in high school. Uh, grand total of zero punches land. There's a spinning back fist involved. <laughs> There's a fist fight between two angry professional athletes. Looks worse than your junior high fights. <laughs> I'm going to have to look this up now. <laughs> 
And his number one is Mickey versus Horace, Goodnight Anderson. Another one of those, you just gotta want it more fights. But the bit with Brad Pitt getting knocked into a pool of water. Of the, oh, it's the... Uh, snatch. Snatch thing. Just say snatch. Clayton, come on. <laughs> but yes, a good list. Except for number two, I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> okay, and our friend uh, William Grimwood is number five. Oh, he's on Team Alex. Anytime the Bundys got into a fist fight. Yes! <laughs> you got that right. Uh, his, uh, number four is Marv versus Kevin in Sin City. Oh, dude, that was good. A dude ended up just being a torso in that fight. I'll let you guess which one. Uh, number three, Batman versus Superman, The Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller comic book. Uh, all right, that's better than yes. my Batman fight. He mm-hmm. wins. Even though he's wearing a robot suit, it's against Superman, so I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Ah, <laughs> oh, this one almost made my list. Number two is Homer versus Tom from the Peppy episode. That's pretty good. Is Phil Hartman playing the other uh, bigger brother that's mentoring Bart? Oh, he calls him Pepsi. All right, I remember now. <laughs> he throws the ninja stars, and <laughs> Tom catches them. He's like, here you go. <laughs> Dumps them in the water, and a shark comes and beats them all up. Oh, and Homer ends up on top of a fire hydrant <laughs> with a broken spine. Awesome. I should have thought of that. <laughs> and number one is Nada versus Frank in They Live. Yep. There it is. He also has some honorable mentions real quick. Uh, Neo versus Agent Smith in The Matrix, Reloaded. Oh, so he picked the overdone one. Yeah, the one with all the Smiths. (laughs) The last half hour of The Raid 2. I haven't seen any of The Raids. Uh, It's good. Now i got to see The Raids. And Daredevil number 181. (laughs) He writes, not many comic companies would dedicate an oversized book to pages and pages of fighting with no banter. But that's what this was. Oh, man, I'm going to have to look that up. It's Electra versus Bull, Bullseye and Dar- Daredevil versus, versus Bullseye. Ugh. Cool. Man, good list. i got to look some stuff up now. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Keep them coming. Uh, uh, speaking of Daredevil and the Ray, there's that fight in what, season one, like the first couple episodes of the fight in the hallway. I mean, I guess that's more yeah. of a brawl than a fist fight, but that was pretty good. Still, fists were involved and yeah. fighting. All right, thanks, guys. Um, now it's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I know I love sports. <laughs> sports ball. Uh, it's it's that time of year when a bunch of intred, inbred retards are shown off and paraded around for everybody. That's right, the Westminster Talk Show <laughs> is in town. <laughs> and uh, ugh, it's just sad. Now that I know where all these cute, adorable dogs come from, just years and years of inbreeding. Ugh, it's terrible. Don't watch. Don't don't watch it, people. Go to the pound. Go adopt a pet. I'm a, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that of our I don't know ten listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That that none of them are gonna were, had any plans to watch the Westminster Kennel Dog Show. Probably not. Well, if Triumph's involved, I'll probably watch it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. go go to a pound. Go adopt a pet. Don't buy one. Off, you know, in the mall. Ugh. Or at least just watch Best in Show. Yes. <laughs> Do that instead. Yeah. Do some favor. That's the... the what's his face's commentary. <laughs> yeah. What's the guy? What's the actor? Uh, Cornelius? Uh, Mr. Masturbator. 
Yeah, uh, Fred Willard. Yeah, Fred Willard's commentary <laughs> awe is the best. Um, okay, yeah. there you have it, Alex. I can't add anything. I don't know if you're right or wrong on this. I mean, I, obviously, I know you're right and that they're treated poorly, but I don't know anything about Dog Show, so... Mm. It's really... I tried watching it one year just for shits because, hey, I don't know what dog this is about. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. And then they get doc, they get disqualified for being dogs. Yeah. Ugh. All right. It's time for Neom News. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah. All right, so start things off with a little, little review. I actually got out to see a movie in its opening weekend. In this case, John Wick Chapter 2, mm. or the second chapter. Uh, Did he have a lot of guns? Uh, spoilers, there was guns and violence. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I recommend it uh, without spoiling anything. Uh, they they do expand upon the whole uh, kind of elaborate criminal underworld from the first movie with like the coins and the hotel and things like that, which which is one of my favorite things about the first movie. Were they um, so nickels really... and everybody bought their own hotel? No. Oh. Uh, and yeah, I really like that. Um, of course, being a sequel, the body count is up. <laughs> So not really. Was, was it more than Hot Shots Part D? No, well, nothing is more than Hot Shots Part D. Oh, okay. <laughs> what about Loaded Weapon? <laughs> Maybe Loaded Weapon. Uh, so, um, yeah, again, some um, creative world building, uh, some some cool action, and uh, some great A violence. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I recommend John Wick 2. Uh, I'm. I know Alex didn't see it. Uh, you haven't seen it, yet, Jeff. I gotta watch it. No, not yet. I'll probably go this week. Okay. Multiple. I try to avoid opening weekends unless it's like Star Wars or a Marvel movie. Yeah, that's yeah, usually a good idea. Uh, and then speaking of Marvel movies, uh, some footage came out this week. Uh, well, I wouldn't even call it footage, but um, some videos of uh, the actors on set for the Infinity War showed up. And it was oh, pretty... yeah. I saw this. Uh, there's one with uh, Robert Downey Jr., Tom Holland, who plays Spider-Man, and uh, Chris Pratt, with Chris Pratt in costume. Although, technically, I, I guess uh, Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. could have also been in costume. They're just wearing <laughs> street clothes. Yeah. Well, I didn't see a glowing circle on... Uh... Well, he got it removed in the third movie. What? No, he still has the chest thing. Does he? Wait, does he? Damn it! I don't remember. I I don't remember that happening, Scott. So no, the third, no, the third movie. movie and the third movie gets his heart fixed. Yeah, in Iron Man three. The third Iron Man the, three. The yeah. shrapnel removed from his from his chesticles. But I thought he's uh, maybe he still needs. So the what th- powers the suit then? Yeah, the same thing. It's just not in his chest. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it ever was in his chest. <laughs> what? I don't think he was yeah, like. He was like no, he, well, his chest had the one thing in it, but the the suit had its own. Like I don't think he was ever actually using both. What's what's the movie oh, after yeah. Iron Man three, like the Marvel movie that he's in, Avengers Iron two Man four. Yeah, probably. Okay, I'll watch that. I'll rewatch it and see. Ugh, I guess I'll rewatch Iron Man Avengers or two. Or you can watch, or you can watch Civil War. 
Oh, I could watch that again. It's on Netflix. I can't I believe it went that quickly to Netflix. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Not Civil War. All right, anything else, Scott? Um, so, uh, yeah, like light Newsweek, and we're running along as usual. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Alex, did you have any news? Nope, I'm set. All right, Jeff? Uh, not really news. I finished watching The Expanse. I didn't really... I, I I'm a sucker for sci-fi, so I'll. Was it shorter it, than you thought? <laughs> no, it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just it didn't hook me. Like I thought it was gonna be like a you know something like how Battlestar hooked me. It, it didn't really catch me. But it's like I said, I'm a sucker for sci-fi, so I'll keep watching it. Oh no, Starbuck, right? Yeah, no Starbuck. Um, maybe that's what this is. This is lacking in just uh, hot girls in this because Battlestar Galactic <laughs> had tons of them, and this one, yeah, not really. <laughs> Is it a sign? Um, We're going to Vegas once, and Jeff was in the back seat, <laughs> and he mentioned what we heard. Is my wife and I in the front seat was like, "Man, I want fucking Starbucks." He's like, "Okay, I guess we'll take the next exit, and you can get some coffee, Jeff." And he's like, "What?" It's like, "No, I said I want to fuck Starbucks." <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how it went. <laughs> You and I were talking about Battlestar, and I said, oh, Starbuck, I love her, or something like that. And then, yeah, Leah's like, okay, we'll get Jeff some Starbucks. I'm like, no. <laughs> I wasn't just sitting there by myself talking to myself. Man, I just yeah, love this fuck Starbucks. No, you were. You <laughs> were... <laughs> well, Scott, you Starbucks had that, yeah. Was um, it Scott or Brian? It was Scott, right? It might have been. I yeah. do remember one uh, Vegas trip where we, we got halfway there. We got out of the car, and Alex just threw me the, the keys to the goddamn car. So thanks <laughs> for time, been, Scott. It might have been that trip. Uh, Baker Chug. I would know, because I had to drive. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so this one thing I wanted to bring up, and, and maybe it's really quick, because maybe your answer is yes, but do you, this has to go... Well, I might even say it. Do you guys have any desire to see the movie Split, M. Night Shyamalan's latest movie? I, I, I kind of want to see what the big deal is, and it looks kind of bonkers with uh, James Thomas. McAvoy playing all the yeah Tonus, uh, playing all the, the the different wacky characters. Um, but yeah, I don't like have any real desire to go out of my way to see it either. Yeah, okay. It's it's getting really good reviews. I don't know. I, mean, I haven't I, seen it. I, I typically do like his movies. Um, I think we've talked about this. I really like The Village, which a lot of people hated. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, I I liked Lady in the Water. I didn't really think it was good, uh, but I still liked it. Uh, well, enjoyed it anyways. I don't know if I... Hindsight. That's the one where he lost me. Like, I love Signs. I love The Village. That well, Lady in the Water one was where I was like, ugh. Signs, I'm not the biggest fan of. Yeah, but, he lost uh, me at Signs. Uh, I like yeah, I mean, the ending was stupid, but while I was watching oh, the, it, I the, it. the second viewing of Signs, yeah, Lady in the Water is kind of kind of ends weakly, but the yeah, um, so yeah, yeah, it's not like I think all of the stuff is garbage, but uh, the happening. Well, that, I never saw the happening, <laughs> and, I, and I doubt Jeez. I will. What? No. What? No. Um, <laughs> so bring us up. So I, I obviously I can't say anything since you guys want to see it at some point. I won't say anything, but. I can tell you, it was spoiled for me. Uh, oh. Was he dead and... the whole time? No, 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 no. And this is what I want to talk... Well, we can't just... 
it's a weird discussion. I would never see this movie, but because it was spoiled for me, now I want to see it. <laughs> and has that ever happened with you with the movie before, where you had no desire to see it, someone told you the ending, and they're like, oh, actually, maybe I would go see that now. No. Mm. No. Okay. I don't think that's ever you guys happened are interested, to me I won't yet. tell you what it is, but... Mm. Yeah. So. I'm sure I'll watch it eventually. See what the, all the hubbub is about. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I won't do it now, but I also have a... I, we should have a whole episode just about spoilers, because I find it fascinating what some people consider spoilers, what other people don't, and... Uh, oh, well, we can do Empire, Empire Strikes Back and then do a list about spoilers. Yeah, maybe. Mm. We'll do that another time. Yeah. Um, all right, that wraps up this week. Uh, next week, we're going to be doing Real Genius. <laughs> and that's all I got to say about that. Oh, I, need, I have a craving for popcorn now. 80s, 80s, yeah, 80s cult classic about popcorn and science. Honorable mention to uh, popcorn. McGruber. I'll explain more next week. Tune in. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.